Hey, dealmakers, and welcome to the show where it's all about financial freedom with real estate. I want to remind you guys, we have Dealmaker Bootcamp tickets are live right now at dealmakerbootcampevent.com, and it's really where we simulate your first deal. So for a day and a half, you're going to do a first deal all the way from the very beginning, from finding it, underwriting it, making offers, getting on a contract, raising the capital, getting the financing. You're going to do this all in small groups led by two of our senior mentors, and it's going to be in sunny Orlando. It's going to be awesome. So check that out. Tickets available right now. Dealmakerbootcampevent.com. I want to give it out to our iTunes reviewer, REI Expert 101 on Apple. Uh, and he said he's from Canada or she's from Canada. Very informed podcast, covers a ton of great content. I'd highly recommend it. Thank you for that review. Appreciate that. If you enjoy the show, uh, also leave us a review and more people will find it on iTunes. It's going to be super, super awesome. And uh, let's see, today it's just going to be me. So no co-host Garrett Lynch today because I want to talk to you about the importance of core values. It's something we've done recently here at the Michael Blanc Brands as well as Nighthawk Equity is we ask ourselves, well, what are the core values? And the reason this is important is because you use core values well, for making decisions, like what's important to you and what decisions are consistent with your values and which ones maybe aren't. Also, it's great for hiring people and also for holding them accountable. What kind of behavior is uh, is something that you're looking for? So it's team members, decision-making, and it's also partners, okay? This business, as you guys know, is is very heavy and joint venturing, right? You got a joint venture with people. So it's not a single single man, single woman shoe. You say it's a team sport. And so the question is, how do you align yourself with the right partners, right? That's the thing. How do you know it's going to be a right fit? How do you know you see eye to eye? So therefore, you have to be intentional about what you value, and therefore, you can see that in what other values, and you want those, of course, to intersect. So whether you're just getting started in real estate or you're a seasoned investor, it's very important to surround yourself with quality partners. The same goes for building a team or running a company. If you're looking to scale your business and make a larger impact in the world, you'll need to have a team of world-class A players. So in this episode, we're going to unpack the importance of finding out what your core values are, what you stand for, and what you don't. And uh, those will then help you identify quality partners and team members because you're only as strong as your weakest link. So by having a clear and specific core value, you'll be able to quickly filter through who would be a great fit and who to avoid. So in the first part of the episode, I'm going to share with you what our core values are in our company. And in the second part, I'll give you a look behind the scenes at how we came up with that. So what is the process that you can use for yourself, for your team, and even with your family? So you're going to want to take lots of notes because we spent countless hours deliberating and, and months of conversation to find land on these four, four values. And then I'm really excited to share with you the uh, process, what we used for that. You're listening to the Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing podcast, hosted by Garrett Lynch and Michael Blanc, where we talk all about how you can achieve financial independence through apartment building investing. Whether you're just starting out or you want to scale your syndication business, this is the show for you. This is the show for you. All right, so we have four core values, and the first one is make a difference. And make a difference is the tagline and and really what's behind it is teamwork and contribution. Really what we wanna do is we wanna work together to help others achieve their goals. So that we have two audiences, internal and external. So externally, we're passionate about helping people become financially free with real estate. It really motivates everything that we do. It's uh, on the educational side, we look to arm people with the education and the motivation to take action, to be the entrepreneurs, to find deals, to raise capital, et cetera. And then for passive investors through Nighthawk Equity, we're constantly looking for 
high quality investment opportunities that you can invest in. And that's with uh, Nighthawk Equity. If you want to check out more about that, go to nighthawkequity.com and just click the join button and you can schedule a call with us and we can share with you some of our upcoming opportunities that we have. So we're really serving both active investors and passive investors. Uh, and it's all about financial freedom with real estate. But we're using that same value to make a difference also internally with our team. So we're constantly looking for opportunities to help each other and to help each other become the best version of ourselves. In fact, that's the agreement I have with my wife and my children. Is our agreement we have is that we're going to help each other become the best version of ourselves. And so in doing so, we're going to look for ways to help each other achieve our goals, whatever they are, whether they're professional or even personal, and then possibly going above and beyond our job description if necessary. The other thing what it means in a contribution is that we practice what we call radical candor, which comes from a book called Radical Candor, where we listen and communicate respectfully and openly to resolve conflicts. That's super important that we have that openness there. And then we resolve issues internally that arise effectively and promptly by being comfortable with conflict, addressing issues head on, not letting them fester, and then solving problems in a healthy and practical manner. And then also, you know, we want to communicate clearly inside a team. We want to speak and write clearly and articulate without being overly verbose of talk talkative. Also in a team, we're looking for people who are open to coaching as well as criticism ideas. And so therefore, we have to adapt to situations quickly and have to remain calm under pressure. So that's the first, the first one all under make a difference both externally with your clients or vendors or investors and also internally with your own team. The second value is do what you say. And this really comes down to integrity. Do what you say. This, after making a difference in the world, is really the number two value. Do what you say. Everything kind of boils down to that. So we're always going to do what we say we're going to do, which means that we're going to follow through on our commitments and we live up to our verbal and written agreements regardless of personal cost. So this is really transcends everything. If you say that you're going to get an email done by NDICOB, well, then get the email done by COB, right? It's very by close of business. It's very simple. If you if you say you're going to do something, then do it. And it's like that with any commitment. You say you're going to do something by the end of the quarter, end of the month, end of the week, then follow through in those commitments. Of course, communicate otherwise. So to me and my partners and team members, doing what you say you're going to do is absolutely critical. And one of the things that irritates me more than anything else if someone does not do that. Right. And, and it, it just makes it it makes it inefficient and it takes the joy out of things if, if people just simply don't follow through with what they say. So that's the second value. Do what you say. And the third one is do your best. And this is kind of the Boy Scout motto is do your best. This is really has something to do with excellence and accountability. So we believe that anything worth doing is worth doing right. And we look for people that have high standards in all that we do. And we expect personal performance and team performance to be nothing short of the best. And not only are we the best, but in that environment, we're constantly learning and for, we're looking for ways to improve ourselves and other around us. So there, there doesn't really leave much room for any room for arrogance, people who know everything already. And with that, we consistently deliver our work on time and with accuracy. We pay attention to details and don't let important things slip through the cracks or derail a project. We also enjoy the challenge of being held accountable. 
to our highest standards and providing full transparency of our work. And we found that in our environment, if we can be fully accountable and transparent, we can trust each other. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a high trust environment where I can trust that whatever your commitments you've done to me, you will follow through on or communicate. And also it's not a black box. So I want to know, Hey, you know, what are you doing? What are you working on right now? And how's it going? So those are very important things for us is to do your best to be, uh, have a high standard of excellence and be accountable. If you want to work with a full-time syndicator to help you get up to speed faster, get your first deal done this year, and scale your portfolio so you can quit your job, then check out our mentoring program. It's at themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. It's the only program out there that actually guarantees results. That's right. We actually guarantee that you do your first deal in the first year. Otherwise, we'll keep working with you. And uh, set up a, a strategy session call and explore whether it's right for you. It's themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. And the fourth value that we value very, very highly is get stuff done. Get stuff done. And this has to do with efficiency and also hard work, a certain kind of work ethic. We're looking for the shortest path, the best path, the most efficient path to get results. And we're constantly looking for team members who quickly understand and absorb new information because things move very quickly for us. And we work hard and sometimes long hours to get the job done. Not all the time, but occasionally. And we're willing to go to distance to get something done. And we're looking for ways not only to work harder, that's that's important, but also to work smarter. So we love to use technology for simpler, easier, more cost-effective outcomes. And we're able to work independently. And we're comfortable with asking for forgiveness, not necessarily permission to get stuff done. So we want people to make be able to make decisions themselves. And if they screw up, that's okay. We'll fix it together afterwards. But what's more important to me is that people are empowered on the team to make decisions without necessarily having to go to their manager every single time. And we are confident in ourselves. We have a, we're looking for confident team members that are not arrogant, which means that we conduct ourselves with a high degree of humility at the same time. But we are results-driven. So we don't confuse activity or effort with results. And when we identify problems, which we sometimes do, we also suggest viable solutions through creative strategic thinking. And that's also another aspect of getting stuff done and we're not afraid to take risks and coming up with a better way to conduct ourselves and to in our business as well. So those are kind of our, our values that we came up with here, right? So number one is make a difference. And number two is do what you say. Number three, do your best. And number four, get stuff done. And uh, so we use that when we hire people, when we hold people accountable, when we see behaviors that's inconsistent with those values. And say, hey, value number three, remember that? Remember we talked about that? That's not cool. And and so we use that to to not only bring people on, but maybe it's time for us to part ways with some people. And, uh, and this is something I'll tell you, I honestly, I did not really pay attention to on too much recently. And looking back on uh, conflicts we've had and people that we've had to let go or that left, it was almost always an incompatibility in values. There's some reason had, and, and it's not necessarily wrong or bad, it's just inconsistent with your values. And it really helps attract the right people, keep the right people. For example, if we're tracking people who have a high standard and who love to be held accountable, well, that's very compatible with our environment. And people who didn't want that, well, they're no longer with us. And it just becomes self-evident. So these values really allow you to clarify all those. It also helps with decision-making as well, right? So does it serve our, our mission to become financially free? Okay, maybe we should do it. If not, maybe we shouldn't do it. So this is why values are super important. Now, here's the process that we went through to get to this one. Uh, we followed uh, something, a book that was really impactful. It's called Who, W-H-O. 
uh, is a book who you can find on Amazon. It's got a white cover, blue writing on it. And it's it's really impactful. We follow this process with some modifications, but here it is in, in general, okay? So number one is you got to pick your theme. So go online and look for, and just Google list of values. You have all these adjectives, hundreds, 90, whatever, whatever they are. And so from that list, you want to pick the top four or five themes. And the way you do that with your, for example, with your leadership team, or you can do it with your family, do it with your family. Everybody kind of picks the top, you know, six to 10 words that really resonate with them. We did it with our family, for example, and we used post-it notes and we wrote down their top 10 words and we put them up on the board. And then we moved things around to see, well, what are, what are, you know, what are some of the themes of people? If people are picking something, are there ten, you know, tendencies? So you pick your, your top themes, four or five themes. And in our case, we used to have five, but we went and would put, put them into four categories, which we talked about. And so in our case, it was integrity was the first category. The second one was excellence and accountability. They have something to do with with that level of, of performance. The other one is teamwork and contribution, right? So we're contributing not only to our outside, our our students, and uh, and also, but also to the team. And the second one was had to do around efficiency and hard work. There was a a cultural of, of hard work and efficiency that we valued in ourselves and others. So we came up with four of them. The second one is is you want to create what uh, what the Who book calls headers. These are four to five. These are these themes translate into more memorable, user-friendly words and phrases, right? The problem with with these words is you're not going to remember them once you're done with this podcast. You're not going to remember integrity, excellence, accountability, teamwork. Even if you did, they're kind of boring, right? So you got to pick out something that's more memorable, and that's where we came up with things like do the right thing, do your best, make a difference, get stuff done. Those are the things that you can remember. And so when we roll this thing out, we're just going to talk about those four things and people can remember three to four things. Do the right thing, do your best, make a difference and get stuff done. And then there's the descriptive. This is kind of the narrative, you know, four to eight sentences that that we use to describe what we mean by do the right thing. Do what you say, right? What does that mean to us? So we have three to five whatever sentences that describe that. Do your best. What do you mean? What do you mean by that exactly? And so those are descriptive. You don't memorize those, but when you put out collateral, for example, in your documents, people can learn that and and they can associate that with that. So you can do this with your family. You can do this with your team. And that's what we did with both uh, separately, obviously, with your team when people do this stuff. And we kind of group these things together. And then what we want to do is we want to make them come alive. So we don't want to put them on a poster somewhere and then post them out because people forget that. We want to actually use them in day-to-day operations. So use it for hiring. Or when you're talking to partners, you have this filter that you want to use. And so that's really important as well when you're hiring people or when you're when you're evaluating their behavior and also when you're making important decisions. So now you have those values in front of them and you want to remind your team about those values. We're about to roll these out to the to the team so we're going to incorporate them into maybe our monthly meetings. We're going to recognize certain behavior. If you want to follow this process in more detail, so the who book is really really important for hiring. Uh, we use that as well, and then the one for the core the core values is a core value equation. It's a book called the core value equation, and it talks about this process and coming up with the headings and then rolling it out as well. So those two for for hiring and 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 I would say even just anytime you're interviewing someone, even a partner, it's a great process for that. 
and then also for coming up with these core values. So hopefully you found that valuable for yourself to clarify what's important to you so that you can attract others. You guys get along that way for your partners as well as team members. And then again, do it with your family. So powerful for your family to, to come across core values. For example, one of our uh, core values is adventure, which was really funny. So every time there's some kind of you know apparent setback of something that happens, we're looking at each other going, oh, you know what? It's not so bad. It's an adventure right? <laughs> so apparently the Bonk family values adventure and it's a, it's a really cool exercise to do. So make sure you, you use that in your own business with your own family and hopefully that can guide you as well. All right. Hope you guys found this valuable in your own investing and catch you guys next episode. Thanks for listening. Take the next step toward financial freedom by downloading the free blueprint on closing your first multifamily deal. Head over to themichaelblanc.com slash blueprint to get the free training.